Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Hey, uh, welcome back to the Property Wealth Building Freedom and Riches Through Property podcast. My name's Tom Fay. You can find me online, Tom Fay and Z, Tom Fay Real Estate. Um, just anywhere, any social medium, or you can email me, tomfaynz at gmail.com. Hey, look, so today we are getting straight into this um, commercial versus residential real estate. So we're going to touch, just superficially touch on the different forms of commercial, uh, slightly different forms of residential, and um, what are the main differences between commercial and residential, and a little bit of an opinion on what's better. Um, Some investors tend to focus purely or mainly on commercial rather than residential, whereas others tend to focus again on the residential purely more than the commercial. So what's better? What's more stable? Is there such a thing as any option being more stable? Uh, Some of them are more speculative, some of the different investing methods. So let's get straight into it and go into commercial real estate to start off with. So commercial is really anything where people go to work. So if uh, you go and you work and you earn an income, typically that is a commercial premises. For example, commercial has these uh, five main um, lots. Uh, You could probably add fishing to it actually and make that a, a fifth main, sixth, sorry. So let's go into it. You've got office, retail, industrial, farming, forestry and fishing okay because typically these are all operated through some form of a, a lease agreement so you you tend to get a, a lease to operate on a in, a, in an office uh, lease to run a shop out of a retail area uh, long-term 15 20 year lease for a manufacturing outfit a lease on a forestry area and also leasing a, a specific um, f- fishing quota uh, is, is also given out on a leasing basis as well. So they're all put on commercial leases. And the main thing is the difference here is that the agreement is based off a commercial lease, whereas on a residential tenancy, those are quite a different, uh, you know, those are two very different documents and they're binding in, in different ways. And they're also, you know, like a residential tenancy agreement, you could probably get out of it if there was certain, you know, if you, like in New Zealand, I know, for example, uh, you can pay to get out of one and re-advertise and replace yourself with somebody that the landlord or the property manager finds suitable. But in a commercial lease, you're, you're pretty much tied down. You, you know, it's, it's really hard to get out um, unless you can reassign the lease. Uh, reassigning the lease isn't that easy. You've got to pay, if it's an agent that you're using, you've got to pay the agent for that reassignment, which can be two months rent. If your rent is about five or six grand a month, that can be about 12 grand to get you out of that lease. Uh, so, you know, so that can be a pretty difficult thing to be looking to do. Um, and, and, and on the other side here, let's say if we look at residential, what form of residential investments have you got? You've got apartments, you've got uh, sections, a land section, you've got standalone homes, you've got townhouses, you know, the, 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 those are actually probably the main areas that, that people tend to, to invest in in residential. So apartments, sections, standalone homes and townhouses. If there's something that I've missed out, it's probably pretty close to those. Uh, in office, you probably got a bit, I mean, sorry, in commercial real estate, you probably have a, a bigger spread that you can actually look into. So you've got office again, retail, industrial, farming, forestry and fishing. Now, going back to this whole commercial thing, 
what you'll find is that you've got different levels, different types of office in different areas. So for example, if we look at the example of Auckland City, in Auckland CBD, the office square meter rate will be completely different to the square meter rate in say Manukau City, or let's say out, in, out west in Avondale, or even out east in East Tamaki. The square meter rate is completely different in each area. And so I, I do a bit of commercial real estate as well. I am a commercial uh, real estate broker and I'm constantly getting calls from valuers trying to stay up to date with the values on buildings that I've recently leased or sold. So when you sell a commercial building, you can get a call up to a year later from somebody that's trying, from a valuer that's trying to value Get a, get a valuation on a client's property for refinancing purposes or for um, even just insurance purposes or for somebody who just needs to get a, a you know pretty accurate idea on where their money is at at the moment, their investment in that property. Um, and you've also then got, as I said, you've got retail. Industrial is, is, a, is a pretty big one. That's a whole new kettle of fish. You tend to find that agents tend to specify will be quite specific in each one of these forms. Then you've got farming. You tend to have a farming um, uh, investors and agents, forestry and fishing. So for commercial investors, there's, there's, you know, there's a huge spread. And again, within each spread, let's say in retail, you've also got different forms of retail. Do you want to be in a mall or do you prefer to be on the street? You know, so it, it is commercial real estate is a bigger beast. Um, I definitely have to admit it's a bigger beast to contend with, but the returns can be a little can be greater. You know the the returns on and 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 faster as well. You know the thing with commercial real estate is you only need to improve the value of a lease to improve to increase. I mean the value of a building. So for example, just to make it really simple, if the um, the the a, prop, a property sorry is, is worth is in, the income on a property is a thousand dollars, okay, one thousand dollars per week, let's say that means that a, a lease is actually now worth fifty two thousand dollars per year. Now, if we use a very simple capitalization rate or a cap rate to get a basic value of ten percent, so we put a ten percent cap cap rate on that. I'll bang that into the calculator for you. So. That actually gives you a value of five hundred and twenty thousand dollars. Okay. Now, if you can increase the weekly rental by two hundred dollars, okay, simply two hundred dollars per year over a fifty-two week period, that gives you a weekly income of sixty-two thousand four hundred. Now, you've increased the income by ten thousand four hundred dollars. Okay, that's pretty much what you've done. So you only increase the income by 10,400, but in a commercial lease example, okay, by increasing $200 per week, that actually increases your um, value on that property significantly. Now your value goes up to $624,000. Okay, now that is a difference, okay, of $104,000 simply by putting up the value, sorry, simply by increasing the rent or the value of the payment of your lease by $200 per week. Now, that doesn't really exist in residential real estate. If you put your rent up in residential real estate by $200 a week, uh, you probably lose a tenant and your property might be vacant for quite a while. So, um, whereas with a commercial situation, it's probably easier to get a $200 rent increase 
um, possibly even if you give give a rent holiday again you know commercial leases are a lot more flexible in certain other parts where you can get a rent holiday uh, you know also in, in commercial leases the landlords also chip in you know a landlord can actually chip in to the um the 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 fit out of the shop this is very common you know if you get a, a huge you know hundred thousand dollar a year lease on a retail space the landlord would most times chip in ten to twenty thousand dollars to assist the ingoing tenant with the uh, fit out cost you know and that's called a landlord contribution um, look, commercial real estate is, it's, you know, there's books that have been written on it. Um, I've just finished reading one of the best books in New Zealand on commercial real estate. Um, and, and that goes on through to industrial. Imagine an industrial, you've got way bigger sites, $400,000 worth of a, um, a, a commercial lease. And, you know, a lot of times I come across people who, who say to me, but that, that's impossible. You can't increase the value by that much, but actually you can. And it's actually a book value. So on a $400,000 lease, if you increase the rental, if you can get a rental increase of $40,000 per year, which is essentially just $769 a week on a massive commercial lease, if you've got a huge operator in there, um, you know, $40,000, that's a $400,000 increase in the value of that commercial property. So commercial is, 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 you know, it's pretty strong in its own kind of way. It's, um, it's a lot of knowledge and it's, it's not easy to get that knowledge. There's not a lot of people who know the knowledge of commercial real estate. So it's definitely worth looking into. Um, looking at commercial real estate's uh, other brother, residential real estate. So residential is essentially anywhere that you would be staying and sleeping, spending the night, um, obviously just living, renting out. You probably pay some rent on a, on a, on a residential premises there can be residential inside commercial buildings you know so let's say for example i live in a in a hotel building that has residential apartments inside it so those are privately owned again getting that to happen is is a tricky situation there is tax and gst involved in getting it from a commercial to a residential agreement so um apartments are, are pretty popular in sydney melbourne auckland uh, wellington christchurch new york London, the whole world, Shanghai. Apartments are probably the most best known forms of, of residential real estate. Uh, sections are probably more for speculators and people who want to buy, build and sell or buy and hold and then sell a bit higher. Uh, standalone homes, a standalone home. So let's say for example, with a standalone home, uh, you can actually, let's say buy it. You can renovate that property and then sell it. Uh, those are different ways of investing in, in residential real estate. Um, some people actually look at holding over the long term to then resell in about 10 years. And on average in New Zealand or in Auckland, let's say, but typically in New Zealand, property prices tend to double every 10 or so years, 8 to 10 years. On average, the value of a property should double. So if you're buying it at 680000 in 10 odd years, it should should be worth, let's say, close to $1.4 million. And that's on, on average what we're seeing. So the, um, that can take some time, you know, the, the buy, hold, rent it out, um, keep it maintained, keep it renovated. You know, that's more of a what we call an old school, um, solid real estate investor path. Um, moving forward, you've also got the flippers. So a, a person might come in, buy a property. Uh, you know, that needs a bit of a do up. Um, probably the fence is falling over, needs a paint. The roof might need a paint. It might need a, a bit of a kitchen or a bathroom. You know, again, there's certain rooms and the certain places, a new carpet that'll add more value than other things. Um, you know, maybe some spouting needs to be done. 
Whereas, you know, there's other things that you can do. You might spend too much on the landscaping and that's really not going to add any value to the building. So again, that's something that you've got to um, to learn and you've got to actually get to know about. And then that person will relist it within a short period of time, typically three to four weeks absolute maximum. They'll then relist it for sale and hopefully they'll be able to pull themselves out a tidy profit. Tidy profits range from 20, 30 or 40,000. Um, in an up market, it might be a little bit lower. I mean, sorry, a little bit higher. In a, in a down market, probably is going to be a little bit lower, 10 to 15 grand. Um, you've then also got lease options that are quite popular as well. So a lease option was you typically have none of your own money tied up in a deal. Uh, you don't have to have your own money tied up in every single deal. Uh, you actually can even do deals without a deposit. You can do no money down deals, uh, no money down deals. And I, I remember when I was starting to look into this, I was like, how in the world do I do a no money down deal? What is that? How does that make any sense? It's there, you know, it does exist. And, um, and, and, and it does, yeah, it is, it is something that's happening in, in the world and it's perfectly legal. And uh, you can then also go on to do an on sale. So you buy um, essentially and you sell it before you settle. Again, so that's uh, probably called trading. I believe um, it's the same as flipping, but you don't actually do any um, serious value add. You might do a, a bit of staging. You might get the grass cut. Um, but obviously, you need to know what you're buying. You need to know that you're buying something that's actually going to be sellable. In some instances, some traders don't even do anything to the property. They just re-advertise it, find a new buyer and sell it. And whatever's in the middle is what they, they tend to keep. So as you can see, residential is probably a bit more elbow grease. Commercial is probably just a, a mental paper game. So it's more paper money more than anything else. Um, and and each each has its own benefits and, and um, downfalls, but both of them can get you to the same place. It just depends on which one you think is gonna get you there quicker and, and with the least hassle or stress. Um, personally, I prefer a bit of both. I'd probably be looking if, you know, if it was my own portfolio, I'd probably be looking to have a bit of a mix of commercial and residential. Um, whether it's office space, retail or industrial, I, you know, I'm, I'm not sure yet. I think retail, depending on the location, is probably a good one. Um, apartments, you know, if you're looking on residential apartments, sections, standalone houses, townhouses. Um, again, depends on the market. Like, for example, right now, August 2018, I know there's too many apartments on the apartment market in Auckland City. So there's, um, you know, there's, there's too much supply for the demand but then if you go out to areas like Flatbush or you go out to areas like Mount Wellington there's there's not enough three bedroom good tidy solid stock um, three to four bedroom good tidy tidy solid stock I know in Bacargill today I just heard same sort of thing fielding in Manawatu has had a huge problem with that for a long time so look it's um this is a very deep topic so next we're going to go into the next podcast we'll be dealing with commercial real estate and I'll take you through what can and can't be done on commercial real estate and the following after that will be residential and then we'll probably go on to doing deals finding deals getting deals done there is nothing more exciting than getting a deal done I'll tell you now it's a very exciting thing it's very rewarding because you put a lot of work and a lot of effort into it so look jump online find me please like share comment you know all the usual stuff download get more people to see this and um, I appreciate you stopping by and listening to this third episode of the podcast and if there's anything I can do, shout me out, tomfaynz at gmail.com or jump onto Instagram, Tom Faye, find me there. Facebook, 
find me on there. Snapchat, I'm on Snapchat, tend to snap a little bit. Uh, anywhere you, you want to find me, just reach out. Let's have a chat. I'm sure I could help you out. There's a, lot of, there's a lot of people out there that know what they're doing, but there's also a lot of people out there who don't know what they're doing and they lose a lot of money. So um, thanks a lot. Like, share, comment, download. Give me some, some reviews. I'd appreciate the reviews. And anything else you can think of that might be of assistance. And if you've got any questions, send them through. Eh? If you've got, really got any questions and you want me to do a podcast on something specific, let me know. Thank you very much. Have a good afternoon, evening or morning, wherever you are in the world. Take care.